This is how we play. This is what we do. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Danny and Gallant. Let's capture exactly how this happened and just keep on recreating it one week at a time. Presented by Banner Bank on 710 ESPN Seattle. We've got the coach, Pete Carroll, is with us. And, Pete, that was a pretty fun game to watch start to finish, a really thorough and, and complete performance by your team, I thought. Yeah, I really liked it, too. You know, just the closing the closing uh, drama was we didn't need. But other than that, it was a great football game for us. We started poorly, which was which was uh, not you know unfamiliar at times, and just came roaring back. You know, we had this, just a setback school with the field position and all that offensively didn't get rolling. But uh, once we got going and we scored, I don't know, six of the next nine times or something like that, we had the football or whatever it was, and uh, a really, really good performance by the defense. Defense played great football. Football team had been flying. These guys looked fantastic on film the last couple of weeks against the Rams and then, and then against uh, New England. And uh, they couldn't get their running game going, which they lived by. And the quarterback, you know, got in trouble. And, and our guys just played really well. It was, it was really fun to watch our, our guys play like that. The roar back started with an interception by DJ Reed, who played really well in his first game, whether it was on that interception or, Pete, whenever you guys chose to blitz him. He was very effective in that role. Yeah, he played really well. He's a good football player. You know, John John picked up on on DJ a while back. You know, when he was hurt, and to make that move was really a big time move. You know, to project okay six or eight weeks from now, this guy's going to be a factor if we need him. And and sure enough, you know, Ugo gets banged up, and and he's the the week he's available to us, he jumps back in and, and plays his football. Uh, he's sudden and uh, instinctive, uh, very aggressive kid. So that it's a real nice addition for us. Pete, you said after the game that you there was some excitement for you going into this game. You, obviously, not at full strength in terms of in terms of health, but that meant opportunities for guys. What were you excited about seeing in, in that game? Well, I was I was looking towards inspiration more than excitement. I think in that the guys that were going to have to play the game, you know, hadn't played a lot, and, and there was guys jumping in the roles, particularly when you look at your running back spot, and the top three guys were down, you know, and and, uh, and DJ Dallas, you know, was called on, and we just got to get our minds right and our game plan right and, and get ready to go with one guy, not knowing if he's, you know, what if he gets banged up, you know, and where do we go? And uh, so where do you go? You go to Nick Ballore. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Nick was ready to go. He had a couple good plays in there. But um, – there was just a lot happening, you know, and, and uh, with all of the guys that were banged up, our, our inactive list looked like an all-star team, you know, of guys, you know, and, and uh, so we could see that coming during the week that it might turn out that way. So a lot of guys have to step up in a really difficult situation against a team. So red hot, how are we going to do? And if they come through, it's going to be freaking awesome, which it was. And uh, I was just thrilled about how that, that turned out. And guys, you know, guys that were banged up stuck it out and got out there. Homer, you know, limped out there like, you know, we, like he needed a cane on the way out. But when he, when he was called on to play, we jumped out there and did well. And, and saved us a little bit, so it was just all that kind of stuff. It was, and it was such a you know big opportunity. They looked like the best team in the division in the last couple of weeks, you know, and so um, all of that led to all that. You talked about that inspiration, and I, I felt that Bobby Wagner in this game was such a source of energy, whether he was on the field or off of it. What was it about him today that had him, or excuse me, on Sunday that had him with playing at that different kind of energy level? It seemed like he was angry out there. Well, um, it's interesting you should say it like that because that's exactly what Bobby was talking about in pregame. You know, he was challenging the guys. You know, you got to, you know, 
we got to get to that point. And he, he went out there and just, as always, he does what he says he's going to do. And, and, uh, and he followed through and held himself accountable and, and played really well and took advantage of, of a really good plan for him, uh, to, to pressure. And he, he you know, he, you could see they couldn't block him. You know, he's a phenomenal blitzer. And, uh, so we're anxious to just keep it going and keep growing and, and uh, keep getting Bobby pissed off. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our part in that regard. Right. But... I was going to say, can you apologize to him for me? But uh, no, okay, maybe don't tell him that. That's right. <laughs> what What makes Bobby a good blitzer? Uh, he's such an extraordinary natural athlete. It's really his natural athleticism uh, to react. Because pass rushers is about responding to what they're throwing. It's like counterpunching, you know, and, and uh, Bobby's – got so much coordination and, and quickness and he's got real long arms and so he can use his arms and his pass rush to, to, to give him his shots and, and uh, very creative. He couldn't tell you what he's going to do before he does it. You know, he's got, he just lets himself react to it and, and just takes advantage of what they're giving him, which is what really good pass rushers do. Without revealing too much about the game plan for this week and going forward, it did seem like you guys blitzed a lot more than we have seen in a couple of weeks. Uh, what, what was it out there that you guys had seen that led to that decision? Uh, just, just time to get you know get to a different level of of uh, calling on the fellas. You know that really it's just playing to the nature of our of our crew and and they they want to play aggressive. They want to be aggressive. We started off the season that way and then we kind of drifted away from it a little bit um, because of personnel and and uh, uh, just decided to make the commitment to get. Let's just make sure that we're making it hard on the offense. And, and so, you know, that's basically what we always try to do. Uh, we just did a little more in a different fashion this week. Pete, you might have known where this play was going before any of us did, but in, in the first half, D.K. Metcalf caught a ball coming across the middle, and, boy, he just outran everybody. Here's Steve Rabel's call of the play. As they walk the strong safety up to the line of scrimmage, and he does come. Russ looks, throws back inside, ball is caught. It's Metcalf, who makes one man now, two men miss. 30, 25, 20, turns up field. They don't touch him. Touchdown, Seahawks. How in the world did he tiptoe up the sidelines? Two defenders breaking on him, and nobody touched him. And DK Metcalf starts far on the left, comes all the way across the field, and scores from 46 out. The Seahawks are on the board first, six nothing. What a remarkable play! It just it, it looked like he outran angles. He he's fast enough. He kind of changes the geometry a little bit. Yeah, he looked like he was on the track, you know, and, and running on the curve. And you, once he gets going, he's so fast. He had all that chance. You, I could see the field. He was going to get momentum wise to get rolling and. From there, I, I was just—I just felt like you know, there, this is maybe one of those plays, you know. And sure enough, he just outran everybody. Got a great block from Jacob Hollister, and then the safety just mis-misevaluated the you know the angle he needed, and, and he outran him. So that's it's a it's <laughs> it's really fun to watch that guy when he gets going, man. And uh, it was kind of a takeoff of last week. You see, you saw how fast he is. He is extremely fast on the football field, and particularly in long speed. You give him a chance, he can't catch him. And you think about the speed with him, but he, he makes a touchdown reception and one style with a guy on his back. And there was a play later on, Pete, where a defensive back for San Francisco comes over the middle trying to take him out. And he crumples to the ground after hitting DK. DK doesn't even budge, which I thought was perhaps the, my favorite moment of DK's performance yesterday. Well, yeah, I, I kind of like that play too, Paul. So it's about time we agreed on something. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I'm just kidding. That, that, I thought that was really, I thought that was an impressive looking moment right there. And, and I don't know, you know, got, I mean, some people saw it obviously, but, uh, he looked so, he looked like he was standing on top of the mountain or something right there for a moment. It was pretty cool. We talked about the, the situation at running back. I, I wondered how close were Carson and, and, and Hyde, and do you think they might be available this week? What's kind of the situation going forward at running back? I don't know. Carlos got a hamstring, you know, so hamstrings usually take 10 days or something like that anyway. And so um, we'll see. We won't, we won't know until late in the week. You know, if, if, if he overcame it this, you know, late, last day or so, maybe that something could have happened for last game. It's going to be the same way we'll get into this one. Chris has got a sore foot. He's got something going on in his foot that he's got to get through. He feels a lot better today already. Uh, it's, we just won't know, and so can't tell. Uh, I think Homer, the fact that he made it out there, and, and, and uh, he might be a little more sore today, but uh, he made it out there and played. He should be ready to you know, give us some, some firepower. How about Jamal Adams this coming Sunday? Is the groin injury a thing of the past? It's, it's now is it the, the illness he was dealing with this week? Yes, <laughs> um, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna go full full practice this week and and get back into action. Um, he was gonna try that last week and it just didn't work out right. You know he got he got ill and uh, so he he should be ready to go. He's got we won't know till Thursday about Friday. You know we'll just as we do it. Wednesday he goes. We'll see what happens on Thursday. Thursday he goes. We'll see what happens on Friday and then we'll just build up for the week. He needs the work just to get out there and get on the field. Uh, he studied like crazy. He was in all of the walkthroughs that he could be in during the week this past week in, in, in an attempt to get ready. And uh, so we'll be real excited to have him back. He is so <laughs> he's so pumped up to come back. He's just dying to get out there with the fellas. So uh, really looking forward to it. You also might get a couple new guys. Carlos Dunlap might be eligible to play this week. Damon Harrison has been around there for a little bit. It feels like you guys are maybe on the brink of starting to get get a little more depth on your team. Well, Rasheem Green's going to come back to us too. Finally, you know, and he practiced all last week, and he's ready to go. And he's you know he's been a regular starter for us. So um, we, we are. That's what I've been. You know, I'm trying to hold on to this thought that these guys are going to come to us. And then when we had Carlos, you know, that's a, that's a whole other thing that uh, I'm so fired up that John figured out um, to help us and give us a boost. Um, you saw uh, Stefan Sullivan for the first time. I going know. Out there How about clubbing that? Clubbing away at it, yeah. <laughs> you, got a hit, you got a hit on his first play, you know, on the, the play in the backfield. Um, he did okay, and, and uh, that was fun to see that too, you know. So, anyway, we're, we're getting stronger. Uh, we we got to get uh, Shaquille back. We don't know how his deal is going to be right now. His concussion will likely be fine. Uh, he's got a little hamstring thing too he's dealing with. We've got to see how that goes. He did not work out this week, so uh, he's, he'll start up again with us Wednesday, and we'll see where we are. Trey Flowers stepped in, did an admirable job, looked very confident out there. What was different for him this week? Just just played well. He, he had, knew the game plan well, knew, knew the Niners well, um, and had a good sense for him, a good feel for him. Quentin, Quentin did fine in everything, but the play on the goal line, he had a, he had a good uh, a good go this week again. So uh, we're, we're getting better. I, I really like the play uh, of uh, Quandre Diggs. He was on fire, man, hitting guys. He knocked the hell out of people, and he is such a tough kid. And it was really exciting to see him play. Cam Chancellor on the internet, his his Twitter account uh, expressed admiration for the way Quandre I bet he was would. hitting people too. So oh, yeah. he'd love it. Sure he would. Sure he would. He, he, he appreciated that. Um, Pete, it's it's. I've covered your team long enough to know that I should not be skeptical when unorthodox moves like Stephon Sullivan moving to defensive end happen. How long has that been in the works? 
Um, that, that kind of came out of necessity, you know, back, back, uh, a ways. He's been there for four or five, at least four or five weeks now, um, in development. I mean, he started from, I'm talking scratch, yeah. scratch this, it was scratch his, he didn't know anything other than what he'd done in high school. Uh, we went back and captured some of his high school films to see what he looked like and he looked pretty good, which is the same way I would have looked at him like when I was in college recruiting, you know, you know, and, and that's how we use that kind of film to evaluate the potential of it. So we just took a shot at it. What he's done is he's, he's really, he's picked up a ton of technique, which is he had none, you know? And so, uh, the mentality of it, he's working hard at it and all of that. We'll see what happens. You can't get a better looking athlete now. You know, he's, he's 200 and almost 260 pounds and he's runs four fives. He's real tall and long and, and quick and natural. Um, this is a whole nother level of of attitude and mentality that he's that he's trying to acquire, and he's having fun doing it. So we'll see what happens. And and uh, he can play tight end. I'm not worried about him playing tight end at all. I know he can play out there. So um, this is just trying to add to the to the fire this season a little bit. Are there any other players on the roster that you'd like to see get a shot on the other side of the ball? <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, sometimes I wonder what DK would look like coming off the edge in a pass rush. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> um, that's, that, that's, not, that's not out of the realm of possibility. I haven't mentioned it to him, but uh, it's, I keep thinking, how they going to block him over there either, you know? So, anyway. He's, he's a remarkable player to watch, and we, I think we're used to that now, a year and a half and seeing it. It's still remarkable how how quickly this is, has progressed. Is is it physical ability or his mental approach that is, has sort of allowed this kind of breakthrough for him? His physical is much more mental. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I walked into that. The, um, yeah, thanks for the opportunity there. The, um, the makeup that he has is, is what's going to make him great. I mean, his physical ability, he's, he's talented as can be. But it's, it's his mental uh, approach to the game and the serious nature of his competitiveness and how he's open he's so receptive and open to learn and to grow and and and, and to you know just expand his his mentality i mean this is we're watching something really unique and and uh we're thrilled thrilled he's so humble he's just so tremendously humble not in the clothes that he wears all the time in his dress i mean <laughs> the pink suit he had on last night was freaking lights out but uh <laughs> But, um, you know, he is really, he's just got a wonderful makeup, and it's just a blast to see what he's going to do next. And you mentioned that, that, that humbleness. I mean, he brings up Jacob Hollister unprompted twice on the touchdown reception he had. Yeah, well, it was, he, it was, that was the right thing to do. He, he's smart. <laughs> he's saying, telling you what happened. He's telling you the truth, and, and, uh, and, but willing to give the praise, you know, and, and to recognize it. Maybe even compelled to give the praise is even better. You mentioned the start and, and on offense. It, it seemed like San Francisco's defense did come out swinging. And I'm wondering what, what changed? Did you guys just settle down? What allowed you to, to, to become more effective moving the ball? We, we made a couple, couple mistakes. We made a couple mistakes. And, and we just, we just, that if you really look carefully at the way uh, the pressure happened, uh, the nickel coming off the slot kind of hid for a second. And, and I don't think we saw him coming. And he flashed behind a guy just by the way that it, it fit and uh so we we just missed it and it happened to be when we were backed up and then we flinched and went off sides and you know we just we were just crappy to start with and and uh, for whatever reason in a tough situation and they're all fired up and they had a couple of good calls too so all of that worked together but uh russ russ settled it down in his brain to to make sure that he was looking for the guy coming off the slot uh the offensive line figured it out as well and that was what they were going to feature they pro- probably pressured five or six of the first eight or nine plays you know and, and with the same kind of edge pressure and so okay we, we our guys figured it out and we knew what, what we had to do and just cleaned it up and 
put it to rest. Able to be so successful on offense despite the injuries at running back. We have some people asking about Rashad Penny. Is Penny right around the corner from a return? He's really on the challenge now. He's really getting challenged to, to get it back. And he's he's really close. He's doing a lot of stuff. He's in great shape. He's as strong as he's ever been. He looks great. It's just a matter of just getting over the hump and, and pushing, pushing his way through to finalize, you know, all of the tests really, which the tests are to show, you know, that he can run and cut and change directions and, and bang on, on, on that leg and all that kind of stuff confidently. And, and so um, – He's done a marvelous job at it. Our trainers have as well. Um, but now it's just that final push to get through there. Pete, I, w- I wondered, after an offseason that was very different and you guys didn't have in-person workouts, I wondered about the offensive line and with the changes you had up front, how, how you guys were going to deal with that and be ready. It's It's been incredible. And I heard you say last night that you think maybe this is the best you guys have been on, on the offensive line. How has it come together so quickly? Well, I, I think it's really good job by John picking guys. Um, we, we cited uh, Brandon Shell and really fell in love with that guy. Um, kind of sitting out there in, in obscurity a little bit in, in New York, you know, not a lot of note about him out there. Um, but we thought he'd be really consistent and solid. He's been great. He's really done a beautiful job, and every day comes to work. Every day busts his tail and is is doing trying to do everything exactly right. Uh, a really great draft pick in, in Damian Lewis. Um, you know, go back and keep giving John the credit because he, you know, he and the guys figured it out, and, and uh, he's been a terrific addition. He's a real studly kid, man. He's physical and smart and sharp and competitive. He's really something. Postick has done a beautiful job of taking over at center. Um, you know, his off-season surgery, I don't know if this is what he would acclaim, but uh, the off-season surgery that he had, the athletic hernia thing that he had dealt with, he would tell you he felt it back in college. Um, I think really has made a difference. He's just he's, he's more flexible, uh, he's more powerful, and, and uh, he's always smart and tough and aggressive and all that kind of stuff, but he just needed to get his physicality back. And So that play, um, now you know, Dwayne, uh, you got to see Dwayne a couple times on the edge yesterday, man. The big cat was out. It was great, man. I love those plays. He gets out there and he sticks to those DBs, you know, and the linebackers and all. Uh, so he's been playing great. Uh, Michael Potty, who and we love Mike, uh, um, has been banged up. And, and Jordan Simmons has finally got a chance to play some regular football. You know, he's been banged up through most of his career. And he's doing a really good job. He's a big monster there at left guard. So, uh, and Disley's, Dis is out there too. He's, he's you know, our top blocker. And, and uh, so it's just a good front and, and we're very solid and we're still just growing and getting smarter and getting better and we'll make fewer mistakes as we go and and uh in the games when we don't miss anything we'll they're going to play terrific football i thought they played really well yesterday particularly with you know the, the the problems with with the running game you know getting started with just so few guys what's going to be the biggest key to keeping that same energy from the first 50 minutes defensively for the last 10 minutes of the game where things obviously it has nothing change. to do with that Paul has nothing to do with that it has nothing to do with intensity it's not that at all we 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 need to be more effective and we're in the same mode it's the same thing we've seen all year long it's the same thing where these guys are throwing the ball every down because they're two touchdowns or three touchdowns behind and we just have we have to we have to help our players more. We're going to, we're going to do some stuff to help them. It's just we haven't been able to get it done the way we've been doing it effectively enough. And uh, and our four-man rush has not been effective enough in those situations. That's that's an issue. Um, and, and we have to help them with our coverage. And so we just got to tie it together better. Um, you know, looking at these situations, we got to look, okay, if they score two times, get two extra points, you know, two two-point conversions and a, and, a, and a couple onside kicks. That's what we're sitting we have to, We're in that mentality, you know. I like to get us out of that mentality and get a couple stops. It will come down to stopping them on third down in those situations. That will be crucial. 
That's the crucial part of it. Get off the field and those, it's over. And sometimes you got to go third and fourth down because they're so far behind. And uh, so those are, it, it's hard, but um, our defense played terrific football yesterday. They, they really played good. And, and uh, um, we, we need to help them some more, which we will. Yeah, you mentioned that I think after three quarters it was 112 yards. DK had 109 in the first half, and San Francisco had 108. Yeah. Um, it was I thought it, your team showed a lot of toughness. These two banged up teams, very yesterday, and you guys are tough. Very physical. You know the thing. Uh, a couple of things I'd like to mention is, is that the uh, it was a very physical game, and and there was great hit. And I, I already uh, mentioned Diggsy to you, and and. Uh, um, Brooks had a couple good hits. Bobby had some tremendous hits mm. yesterday. Um, really good tackling and, and fitting in on stuff, which was great. And the other thing I, I want to mention, too, is I, I thought this was our best performance as an offensive staff. I, I thought Shadi and his guys, you know, with all of the issues that we had to deal with, to come up with a plan against a fantastic defense, and uh, the defense that was red hot. And uh, I just thought that Brian did a great job of calling it and taking it not you know, losing cool. You know, we're backed up. We're not really coming out smoking with the running game. We're going to try to throw our way out of it a little bit and have some problems. But just to stay settled and comfortable and to use our personnel so so well again, Russ continues to take full advantage of all of that and keeps firing all those darn touchdown passes, you know. But I think Brian Schottenheimer is doing a great job. That was a, It was a blast to watch. And I know it sounds a little different because we're not able to be there in the crowd, but I hope you heard some cheers from around <laughs> Seattle yesterday. Everybody's following along, and congratulations on 6-1, and one. Pete. We can't wait until seeing what you do this next week. Yeah, I hear we got good weather in Buffalo. How about that, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, that could that to... could change, you know. That could change that a little could... bit. It's, it's it's subject to change. That's true. You can't count on anything. It's called the, what the snow effect or something like that. Whatever. I it think is. it's the la- lake, lake effect. Lake, snow, lake yeah. effect. There you go. Lake effect. Yeah, that that could. I was there for one year. You, that stuff can shift in a heartbeat now. So we're looking for some pretty nice weather. It might might be a nice go for us. Pete, we appreciate it. Congratulations. Thanks, Pete. See you guys.